welcome to Moments with Marianne. I'm so delighted we're spending this time here today. I could not think of a better way to kick off the holiday season than with this guest. Our special guest today is Amy Newmark, and she's here to share with us the new Chicken Soup for the Soul book, Listen to Your Dreams, 101 Tales of Inner Guidance, Divine Intervention, and Miraculous Insight. Now, many of you know Amy. She's been on the show before. She's this amazing best-selling author, editor-in-chief, and publisher for the Chicken Soup for the Soul book series. Since 2008, she's published more than 133 new books, most of them national bestsellers in the U.S. and Canada, more than doubling the number of Chicken Soup for the Soul titles in print today. She's also the author of Simply Happy, a crash course in Chicken Soup for the Soul advice, wisdom, and is filled with easy-to-implement practical tips for having a better life. So today, Amy's here to share with us the new Chicken Soup for the Soul book, Listen to Your Dreams, 101 Tales of Inner Guidance, Divine Intervention, and Miraculous Insight. I don't know about you, but a lot of times I think, gosh, are my dreams trying to tell me something? Amy's here to share with us just that. Your dreams are powerful tools for redirecting your life, changing your relationships, and making you a happier person. And gosh, don't we all need a little bit of that right now? So let's welcome to the show, Amy Newmark. Well, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to talk about this particular topic because it's such a cool topic, isn't it? How your own brain can create these dreams that you can use like a GPS for navigating your life. Oh my gosh. I mean, you kind of shared a little bit about this with me a little while back, and I've been waiting for this book. So I'm so excited to actually have it here. And we could, I couldn't think of a better time than now to have this book released. Well, you know, everybody's saying that during the pandemic, they're having really intense dreams. Have you been having those? Because I know that I have like, oh yeah, one intense dream after another, right? And then you wake up and sometimes you remember them and sometimes they're like a bubble that bursts and they're just gone. Like you almost got it and then it's gone. And then you wish you had written down a few keywords or spoken a few keywords out loud just so that you could capture the dream. But people are reporting that they're really learning a lot from from their dreams. And so even though they can be disturbing, it's worth listening to them. Well, and my goodness, I mean, you have so many great books. What made you decide to focus on dreams for this one? I just think it's so fascinating. That's what gets to me because I'm not a religious person. I'm not really a woo-woo person. So when you get into an area that is kind of spiritual and miraculous and is so helpful, it makes me really excited because it's something I can explain using science, at least most of these stories I can explain using science. Some of them, I must confess, really do seem to have a divine, spiritual, supernatural element to them. But most of them, I can say, oh, yeah, that was your subconscious telling you stuff that you actually know about yourself, but you're so busy during your waking hours that you don't pay attention to what that little voice inside you is trying to tell you, right? But then when you're asleep, your subconscious can say, hey, Marianne, I've been trying to talk to you all day and you keep ignoring me. Look, 
this is what's bugging you. This is what you should do about it. I want you to think about it right now while you're sleeping and you could focus. And then you wake up with like a fabulous new idea for what to do with your life. I love that. I love how it just kind of dovetails the science with the miraculous. And I mean, it's, it's a fabulous book. I've enjoyed every story on it. I've got to ask, like, what, I know this is always hard. I pretty much ask you this every time because I just, I love to hear your perspective. But if you had to pick like one or two you really like, what would those be? So I guess there's a couple of themes that are really important to me. One of them is learning how to deal with stressful times. And this pertains to all of us these days. So there was this great story from this woman named Rebecca Radici, and she kept dreaming about a tidal wave. And in her dream, she'd be standing on a beach, and this huge wave would be coming at her, and she would see it looming over her. And she would always have this dream during stressful times in her life. Weirdly, my husband, a few weeks ago, said to me he had dreamt about a tidal wave for the first time. And I said to him, well, you must be stressed about something. Well, anyway, Rebecca, after she had this dream over and over again, realized something really important. That wave never actually got her. It was always looming, but it never actually you know, overcame her and came down upon her. And she realized she always had this dream during stressful times when she was facing some kind of challenge, and she always overcame that challenge. And that was how she turned that dream into a gift. Instead of it being a disturbing dream, it was a gift because it showed her her inner strength, her resilience, her ability to face these challenges head on and do whatever she needed to do. So I thought that was great because what a great example of how your dream can empower you. And then I'm always up for trying new things, stepping outside your comfort zone. So here's another dream that I really love. Um, it's by Keisha Reynolds, and I actually put pictures of her and some elements of this into the book trailer that we made, which is on the Chicken Soup for the Soul website. So you can see Keisha. And what's cool is that she was writing a book that involved chimpanzees, and she wanted to understand chimpanzees better. So she applied for an internship with Jane Goodall in Tanzania, and she got it, which was incredible. But she had a really good job. And so Keisha didn't know what to do. Should she chuck the job and do this crazy thing, go to Africa for six months for this unpaid internship? And even two weeks before she was scheduled to leave for Africa, she was still undecided. And she hadn't told anybody at work that she was thinking about leaving. And then she went to work one day. And this coworker came up to her and said, I had the weirdest dream about you last night, Keisha. I dreamt you were on the deck of a yacht. And I was looking up at you on this yacht. And I told you, you had to come back to work. And you said, no, I'm not coming back to work because I like what I'm doing. I'm living my truth. And Keisha thought, wow, she'd never told anybody at work that she won this internship. She said, that dream means I've got to say yes. And so she did it. She, she quit the job. She went to Africa. It changed her life. It was the best thing she ever did. 
Oh my goodness. I love those two. And it's just fascinating how dreams can help us navigate like these difficulties in life. Because what do you do when you've got an amazing job, but your soul's calling you to do something else, right? Yeah. I I think sometimes you have to figure, I was able to get an amazing job. I will be able to get an amazing job again. And I will go and do this incredible opportunity in the meantime, because you shouldn't really let fear stand in the way of trying something new that is so stimulating and, and such a joyous thing for you to try. I mean, I'm all about stepping outside your comfort zone. We have so many stories in so many of our books about people stepping outside their comfort zone. And a lot of the stories in this book do have to do with people having a dream that confirms for them that they should go and do that thing that they've been toying with, you know, toying with the idea. But you know what else is really cool? So many dreams in our Listen to Your Dreams book are dreams that help people repair relationships. And I thought, wow, this is so incredibly useful also that your subconscious can somehow help you repair a relationship. And so uh, story 14, I know you have the book, um, it's by Lindsay Brown. And this is so amazing. So Lindsay and her husband were 15 years into their marriage and it wasn't going well. And it looked like they were probably going to split up and they weren't even talking to each other. Uh, Lindsay had an uncle who she loved and her husband actually loved this uncle also. And the uncle died. And then for four nights in a row, and by the way, a lot of times the really high impact dreams people have one night after another, it's really interesting. They'll have them night after night. Those are really worth listening to when you when they're recurring. So anyway, she had this dream four nights in a row in which this uncle who she loved so much was at a like a outdoor work table with her, you know, with tools and stuff and said to her, I got to show you this. We have to go use the tools. We cannot fix this problem unless we use tools. And she really didn't know what to make of this dream and then her husband who wasn't speaking to her spoke to her after she had the dream four times and said, I really miss your uncle. And then she said, I really miss him too. And then she mentioned that she had been dreaming about him. And then her husband said that he had been dreaming about the uncle. And for four nights in a row, he had had this dream and he related the exact same dream that Lindsay had been having. They'd both been having this dream about the uncle saying, the only way you can solve this problem is by using tools And they ended up talking for hours and they fixed their marriage all because they had the same dream four nights in a row with this uncle who had just passed away. Oh my goodness. What a profound, you look at that, what a profound dream that they both have. I mean, you you have to pay attention when everyone's, you know, your spouse or your loved one's having a dream too. I know it's really incredible. Um, It's amazing how often dreams will prompt you to do that right thing. And so often it it does have to do with human relationships. Like we have a whole chapter of what I called early warnings. And this is when you have a dream that's bizarre, but it seems to be warning you about something. And if you read the stories in this chapter, you'll say, I've got to listen when I have one of those dreams, because these things are serious. So in this dream, this woman, Kat Samworth, 
really loved her parents, but her father was dying from lung disease and she just didn't want to face it. And he kept trying to bring it up and she didn't want to talk about it. And she was just in total denial and she was running out of time, but she was in denial. So she didn't know she was running out of time and she wouldn't visit her father because she didn't want to talk about the fact that it was near the end for him. She even would drive to her parents' house, sit in her car across the road and struggle with whether she could should go in and then she wouldn't go in and she would drive away. So then she had this dream that she was in this room that was like a holding room and there were people in there and they were all mourning for her father and telling her all about how great her father was. And then she woke up all disturbed and then she realized, oh my God, when I sit in the car across the road, that's like the holding room. I have to face reality. And so that started her regularly visiting her father, saying, I love you, and him saying it back because as many of us have relationships with fathers who don't say I love you because they don't say that kind of thing. So they said it to each other. They had really good talks. He made clear what his dying wishes were. He asked her to take care of her mother, told her like the roof needed to be fixed. This needs to be fixed. Here's the money, blah, blah, blah. All the stuff that he wanted to do to die responsibly and leave everything in order and get the comfort of doing that. And so because of that dream, she adjusted her behavior and had those very meaningful last weeks with her father. Oh my goodness. That is so profound. And to have that precious time, I mean, that's something that can never be regained at any point. And what a blessing that is. I know. And I really think that was totally her subconscious at work. And it's because Somehow our subconscious knows how to behave a lot better than our awake you know, persona <laughs> knows, right? Her subconscious oh, yeah. was saying to her, Kat, you're blowing it here. Listen up and go and do the right thing. And that's why I called this Chicken Soup for the Soul book, Listen to Your Dreams, because that's the whole point. If you read a few of these stories, not only do you learn great life lessons, like you don't have to have the dream about the father to follow that same procedure in your life, right? If you have somebody you should be seeing more, you don't have to have the dream. You can learn from Kat's dream to go and see that person more, even if these days it's, you know, an outside visit while you're wearing coats and shivering. But nevertheless, a lot of the life lessons from these dreams are ones that we can just apply to our lives without having the dream. So I like that. But I also like the fact that you come away from this more aware and probably more likely to remember your dreams and also act on them. Another thing I learned um, from working with a dream expert in the past, uh, Kelly Sullivan Walden, was that you can actually assign yourself topics to dream about. So you could actually be dealing with a problem and you could assign yourself that topic to go and dream about, and then your subconscious might help you come up with a solution while you're sleeping. You know, people say, I'm going to go sleep on it. Who knows? Maybe they're, um, when they say, let me sleep on it, and then I'll give you my decision. Maybe they are accidentally telling themselves to let their subconscious do some dream work and help them come to a decision about whatever they're struggling with. Wow. I, I love that because it really is kind of diving into, you know, where we're allowing the subconscious 
to really bring us these messages that we block throughout our day, you know? Yeah. And sometimes your subconscious has a better memory than you think you have. So there was this story from this woman, um, Sherry Bunch, and her mom died unexpectedly. And it was right around when Sherry was buying her first home. So she was feeling really overwhelmed, but she moved and she moved all by herself. And so she moved all these boxes into her new home. And then she lay down to take a nap and she was thinking about her mother's banana bread recipe and wishing that she had the recipe. And then she saw her mom in her dream, like sitting there and looking good. And then Sherry woke up, got up. This is almost like possessed or something. She gets up out of the hundred boxes that are not marked. She gets up, walks to the exact right box, which is under a bunch of other boxes, moves the boxes out of way, opens the box, reaches in and pulls out the banana bread recipe. But she really didn't think she had any idea where it was, but I think her subconscious knew all along. So that was kind of a problem solving dream that she had. She wished she knew where that recipe was. She woke up, walked right to the one box out of the 100 where it was, pulled it right out. So I understand you even have dreams that deal with COVID. And what's interesting, I think right now people are kind of, that's something that's on all of our minds. And I'd love for you to share a little bit about that with us. Yeah. So one of these dreams was just like a weirdly miraculous coincidence. And um, this woman, Jamie Wilson, uh, she has asthma. So she's really worried about COVID. So she had this dream that she got COVID and that she had to be checked into the hospital because of her asthma. And in this dream, this nurse kept saying to her, you're holding steady with a fever of 103.5. You're holding steady at 103.5. And then she woke up at home in her own bed and was so relieved that she didn't have COVID. It was just a dream. And then she went for a drive And she was thinking about the dream and she thought 103.5, that could be a radio station. And so she tuned her car radio to 103.5 just because she thought, I don't know, this number came up in my dream. Let me see what happens. So she starts listening to 103.5, which is a radio station she never listens to. And at that moment, they're starting a 45 minute talk show about exactly what she needs to do to make the leap to the new career that she has been considering going for. Like the 45 minutes is exactly the information that she needed to help her do this thing she had been considering. Um, So I thought that was very cool. And that was just an example of being opportunistic saying, won't hurt. I'll just listen to 103.5. You know, she could have turned to it. It could have been useless, but this was a station she never listened to. And at that exact moment when she was driving totally randomly, they had the talk show that would change her life. Wow. Yeah. And then, I don't know, a lot of people say that they've been dreaming about people they haven't seen in years. And that has not been the case for me, but I know I've heard that from a lot of people. And I don't know if it's from the stress of thinking that people are dying and I don't know, but just like time is running out, whatever. So we have this one contributor, Sergio Del Bianco. So he actually lives in 
Germany, but grew up in the States. And he had this dream about this woman who had been, uh, who had worked at this uh, car dealership he had worked at when he was in college. And he used Facebook and Google and he found the woman's daughter. I mean, the woman was quite elderly by then, but he found her daughter and he said, I don't know why, but I just keep thinking about her and um, is she still alive? Can I talk to her? And so her daughter set up a Skype chat for them and they talked. And then a few days later, he got an email from the daughter saying that her mother had so enjoyed the conversation. Um, she was in her 90s and um, she had died just a few days after they talked. And Sergio thought, I am so glad I listened to my dream. And I, I you know, had this conversation from this woman. I could tell her how much I appreciated how she helped me when I was a college kid. So that was really interesting that he listened to his dream and did what his dream told him to do and what a great benefit that was for him. Oh my goodness. I love that. And then, you know, following it and having the courage to reach out regardless what the outcome, I mean, it just is showing that it's worth taking that extra step. Yeah. When you have one of those little feelings, I should, I should reach out to this person person, or I should do this kindness to this person, or I should make this charitable donation to this organization. Your first impulse is always right. You should just go with it and not second guess yourself. Yeah, a lot of people end up second guessing themselves and going, oh, well, should I have done that? Should I not? You know, you can kind of get them in a little bit of a a world of uh, trouble there, just kind of thinking it all through, you know? Yeah, I've been trying to go more with my initial impulse because really it comes from the same place as these very powerful dreams. It's just really your subconscious and you really shouldn't doubt your subconscious. You know, that's like going with your gut you know, that's kind of like the clean place where your brain is at its best and doing its best work. Uh, so you should really trust your, those inner voices, those, those thoughts that you have, because that's your subconscious, which, which is protected from all these distractions that we have when we're looking at things and listening to things and eating things and walking and talking. Yeah, it's really kind of what's driving everything. Well, and I know in your book, I mean, I'm, because my goodness, I've got so many questions here for you. There's so many things to talk about. We're not going to be able to cover it all, but I know you have messages from heaven. I'd love for you to share a story about that with us. Yeah, because a lot of people do communicate with their loved ones who are no longer with them. And you could say it's their subconscious you know, telling them what to do, saying, look, this is what so-and-so would have told you. And then they kind of play both parts in their dreams. And then sometimes you can't even say that it's from their subconscious, like that recipe one, like, where did that come from? You know, where she, when she found the banana bread recipe, but I started the whole book with a great one that's in that vein. It's by Kelly Cowell. And she lost her son. He was a soldier in Afghanistan And she had PTSD from losing him. And she was driving to a grief counseling group one day and just, you know, was so dazed and confused. And she took a wrong turn 
and went down some random road and then was looking for a place to turn around. And where she turned around, there was a boat parked on the side of the road, you know, a big boat on a trailer and a, a for sale sign on the boat. And she went off to the grief counseling group and then she kept thinking about that boat and she told her mother she kept thinking about it and then she had a dream in which her son came to her in the dream and told her to buy the boat and she told her mother you know I only have $2,500 available there's no way I could get the boat for that um but you know my son came to me in the dream and what her son told her to do was take veterans, wounded warriors, military families out on the boat to do something nice for them because she and her son had loved going out on the boat together. Um, they had gone kayaking. They had gone you know, water skiing, whatever the water sport was, they would do it. So her mother said, just go back and see if that boat for sale is still there because it's bugging you too much. And if you can't afford it, at least you'll find out. And if it's not there, you'll know it's been sold. So she went back, the boat was still there. So she called the guy on the sign and he said, well, why are you asking? She said, I don't even want to tell you because she was embarrassed to tell him that her son had come to her in her dream. So he told her the price was $7,500, 5,000 for the boat, 2,500 for the trailer. She said, well, I can't afford it. And he said, well, you got to tell me why you asked. So then she told him about her son telling her to buy the boat and give rides to veterans and wounded warriors and families of soldiers. He said, I'm going to give you the boat for $2,000 now that I know what you want it for. So she bought it. Wow. She started this organization that gives boat rides to all of these military people and their families. And it has completely changed her life. She feels that she's carrying out her son's wishes. She feels a lot closer to her lost son as a result. So it was a huge comfort to her, it resulted in her doing this amazing thing for hundreds of other people. So yeah, it was a pretty cool story and a, a great example of how a dream, whether her son really came to her or whether she played the part of her son because her subconscious could you know, do both parts, but she had this conversation with her son. Either way, she had to listen to that dream and the result was so positive. I love that. I, I'm so glad you shared that story with us. And it, it's just so empowering to hear if you're following your dreams, what's possible. Yeah, dreams really can empower you to do amazing new things, improve relationships, um, find love, face your fears and overcome them, become more confident in general. It's amazing how much you can learn from the dreams and you're really learning from yourself. And so this really is all about trusting yourself and trusting those that inner voice and those inner feelings that you have. Okay, so you touched you said something that I'd love to unpack here. So you said we can find love in our dreams. Is that possible? Um yeah, we have some stories about that. So um, we have one story where this girl, this is so crazy, but um, she hears some old wives tale when she's 12 years old, that if you, um, I don't know, you jump in the air, you twirl around, you do this and that, you eat a hard boiled egg, whatever, some crazy thing. And then you 
sleep on your bed, but with your head at the foot end of the bed. Anyway, if you do all of these crazy things, you will dream of the man you're going to marry. So uh, this woman, Jane Clark, did all these things and had this vivid dream at age 12 where this man appeared and he had this handsome kind of angular face and dark hair and he was tall and he was just perfect for her, even though she was 12. She was like, that's the man I'm going to marry. So then uh, five years go by and then um, her friend calls her up one day and says, I need you to go on a blind date with me and my boyfriend. He's got this friend. Um you know, you got to go out with us. And so she says, okay, but then they're supposed to pick her up at seven and they don't come and they don't come and they don't come. And she's living at home. And then they, all of a sudden they show up at 10 and she's thinking, well, my parents aren't going to appreciate me going out at 10. And so she opens the door to tell them, I'm not going with you. You were three hours late and you didn't even call. And she opens the door and it's the guy who she dreamt of when she was 12. And he sticks his hand out to shake hands. And she says, oh, you're the man I'm going to marry. And uh, <laughs> goes out the door for the date. And uh, they got married only a few months later. And now she is a great grandmother. And she says, you know, I wouldn't have gone on that date. I would have just slammed the door in their faces if I hadn't already seen that guy in my dream when I was 12. And then she says, you know, these dozens of people, my children, my grandchildren, my great grandchildren, none of these people would exist if I hadn't listened to that dream. That is just amazing. I love that. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for sharing that with us, Amy. I mean, there are so many great stories and listen to your dreams. I, and we could talk for hours on this. I know you always have some amazing stuff going on at Chicken Soup for the Soul. What are you guys working on now? Well, we have a very strong lineup. Um, I know I'm feeling so empowered that I can just put out these great books on whatever topics I think are important and we can get wonderful stories for them. So right now we have a really great pair of books for preteens and teens that we put out called Think Positive for Preteens and Think Positive for Teens. So those are available at um, Target and Walmart. And we're really excited about those. And Listen to Your Dreams, by the way, is being featured at Target and Walmart as well. And then we have a brand new book out also that I love because it's very empowering. It's called Chicken Soup for the Soul, Age is Just a Number. And it's really for people in their 60s, 70s, 80s, even 90s. And this is people who are finding so much joy in these later decades of their lives and finding new love, stepping outside their comfort zones and doing all kinds of new things. And even with the pandemic, you can still do all these new things. You can pull out that 20 year old bike and get it tuned up and start riding your bike again. You can start hiking, you can try new foods. I mean, I don't know, I'm 63 and during the pandemic, I got out my old bike uh, my husband and I have been biking. We've been hiking in all these new places. I'm in the best shape I've been in years. I'm back to the same weight I was in my 20s. I've also learned how to cook new foods, including 
sourdough bread. I finally mastered that, even though I call it, I call it the tyranny of the starter because there's this starter and you have to keep feeding it. I told my husband, I said, we really could get a dog now because at 10 o'clock at night, I'm going, oh my God, I forgot to feed the starter and I have to go feed the starter in the kitchen. I have to give it flour and water. Um, yeah, it's, it's, but I mean, I'm finding them doing all kinds of new things, even during the pandemic. So I'm very excited about this new book that will help to energize everybody 60 and up. Well, and I think you have a new Christmas book, holiday book coming out too, right? Oh, we do. And I just forgot all about that. Thank you for reminding me. We have a new Christmas book almost every year. And this year's book is beautiful. It's called uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul. Christmas is in the air. And it has so many fun stories in it. And I think that will be really comforting for people. And, you know, we're not all, we're not going to see all the people we want to see this Christmas. Everything is tougher, but it's nice to be reminded of how much fun Christmas is, even if we have to adapt it this year. And so I like this book because it makes me feel happy. It's getting, it's helping me to jumpstart my Christmas spirit, despite what's going on. Yeah, I mean, there's so many great books that Chicken Soup for the Soul has. It's, I love, you know, kind of going into the website and seeing what's coming up next and what's available. So, and Listen to Your Dreams is a fabulous book for right now. I mean, we could all use a little dreaming. Yeah, there's a book trailer. So if you go to chickensoup.com, you can click on the Listen to Your Dreams book. You know, there'll be like a carousel ad for it. And then you can read more about it. You can watch the book trailer and, um, you know, you can order it online. Even, you know, you don't have to go to a store, um, which is the nice thing about books. It's super easy to order them without walking into a store. Right. But mm -hmm. if you do walk into a store, you know, it's, you'll find it wherever books are sold. Um, yeah, I'm excited about this. You know, we actually are having a really good year, despite the fact that, you know, people weren't buying anything in March, April, May. Amazon wasn't even shipping books back then. Like they actually stopped shipping books. That's the product they started with way back when, right? And books were not on their essential list in the spring. So the spring was tough, right? Because there were no stores open. Even Walmarts that were open, a lot of governors were roping off the sections of the stores that they felt weren't essential sections. And unfortunately, books were in that category. Despite all of that, and despite the fact that I took a couple of books off our list and moved them to next year, because I didn't want to overdo it this year with the pandemic, even so, with fewer titles, stores not open, et cetera, our sales are up a little versus 2019. You got to love that. That just means that people are looking for inspiration and Chicken Soup for the Soul has tons of that. Well, Amy, can you share the website with us one more time? Sure. It's chickensoup.com. You can also go to amynumark.com. That's my website. And uh, either way, you will be linked to a lot of interesting things. You can see what's going on. You can kind of get some ideas for holiday shopping if you want. I'm very excited about our new books for preteens and teens because they are suffering so much during the pandemic, right? Those kids are not seeing their friends. They're not doing their sports. They're not 
getting to go to school or they're only going to school part-time. They're wearing masks at school. I mean, everything is different for them. They really need some emotional support. They need some entertaining reading. And so I'm very excited about these new books we put out called Think Positive for Preteens and Think Positive for Teens because when I made the books, I had no idea how much the kids were going to need them, but they're cute little books, easy to carry. They kind of look like magazines inside, made them really fun for kids. So that's another great idea, something to look at for this holiday season. Yeah, I mean, my goodness, it's tough enough being a teen or preteen and to add being, you know, going through the COVID era on top of that, it just compounds everything for them. So thank goodness they have books like yours that they can use to kind of help them kind of get through all this. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any kids at home anymore, so I can't even imagine what it's like for the parents. It's so tough. I mean, my thing is not seeing my grandchildren. You know, every time we want to see a grandchild, we have to quarantine. And then we have three grandchildren and they're in three different families in three different states. And so we have to quarantine to go and see one. Then we have to quarantine because we saw that family. Then we have to quarantine again before we see the next family. Then we have to quarantine again. So it's this constant juggling. Um, And then you have to worry, like, is my state allowed to drive into this other state at this moment in time, right? Because those rules are constantly changing as the state's put states on and off their, you know, banned list. So it's tough. It really is tough, but we're making the best of it. So happy we all have video now that we can use to see people. Oh my goodness. That makes such a huge difference. You know, (laughs) it makes such a huge impact because we are in this great era where we can, you know, get Kindle books, you know, and have the chicken soup or the soul and, and see each other on Zoom or Skype or whatever, you know, video conferencing we're doing, but it's just such a great way to be able to stay together. Well, and I know, um, why don't you share a little bit about your podcast? Cause I love it personally. And I oh, know our you. listeners would love to hear about it too. Oh, sure. Well, I make three new episodes a week. It's uh, the chicken soup for the soul podcast. And it's on every podcast app. And um, I basically share stories from the books. Most podcasts, I share two stories from a particular book and talk about what I learned from those stories. And then I occasionally will have one of the writers of one of the stories come on and we'll get more in depth into that. And so it's a lot of fun. And I really appreciate you letting me talk about it on your podcast. It's very nice of you. I work so hard on the podcast. I mean, the biggest thing I work on is my books. And the second, the second most time consuming thing I do is work on that podcast. Well, you're, you're always working away here because we're getting great books and great information from your podcast, (laughs) you know, and I know you've got a lot of other things going on with chicken soup for this soul. That's just the tip of the iceberg there. So I appreciate you sharing that with us. I I always find great inspiration listening to your shows. Well, thanks. Yeah, we do have our whole entertainment business also, which has been a real blessing during the pandemic. Um, It is our company, Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment, and I'm on the board. It's a public company, and it owns a free streaming service called Crackle, which is a joint venture with Sony. And Crackle 
is one of these, it's like Netflix or Amazon Prime or Hulu, but it's free. There's no subscription price. And Crackle shows all kinds of television shows, movies, often first time a movie's been shown, it's on Crackle. First time a television show has been shown, it's on Crackle. My husband and I just watched um, a sci-fi TV series on Crackle called Spides, which is doing really well. If you like sci-fi thriller kind of stuff, it's really, really good about aliens and it's good. I mean, I don't normally like anything scary. I actually managed to watch the whole the whole first season of it, um, as long as I didn't watch it right before bed. <laughs> but anyway, that's <laughs> been really good. You know, we were so happy that we had that during the pandemic when people are looking for things to watch because the new, you know, it's like supposed to be the new season right now of all the shows and everybody's been having trouble producing new shows. So uh, people are looking beyond broadcast television for other sources of television or film to entertain them. So we've got crackle.com. We've also got um, Popcorn Flix, which is another app that allows you to watch TV shows and movies for free. So we're really excited about that also. And that's been helpful to us personally. You know, my husband and I are watching the shows ourselves when we can't, you know, find anything that we used to watch because nothing new has been made. Yeah. I mean, as studios are opening up, they're shutting down just almost as quickly. So it's it's been an interesting time. But thank goodness we have, you know, chicken soup for the soul and crackle for great information and inspiring information for people. And, you know, just it, it's just so inspiring to have that. I mean, goodness, Amy, I mean, we could talk for hours. It's always easy to spend time with you and talk about all these great books that you're doing, all this inspiring stuff Chicken Soup for the Soul's doing. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show with us here today. Thank you so much for having me. And I look forward to doing it again on some other exciting book down the road. Well, I'm looking forward to that too, Amy. I cannot wait to see what Chicken Soup for the Soul publishes next. Again, if you'd like to connect with Amy, you can at chickensoup.com. For more information, you can see all the great Chicken Soup for the Soul books listed there. There's something there for everyone, which makes it the perfect holiday gift. Chicken Soup for the Soul is available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, just about any place you see a book, they've got it. And if you don't see it on the shelf, ask for them to order it. And of course, it's available on Kindle. Well, we're at the end of our time today. I would like to thank everyone for tuning in. You're listening to Moments with Marianne. And remember, make every moment count. In a single moment, your life can change. Moments with Marianne is a transformative hour that covers an endless array of topics with the best of the best. Her guests are leaders in their fields, ranging from inspirational authors, top industry leaders, and business and spiritual entrepreneurs. Each guest is gifted and a true visionary. 
a recognized leader in her own work, and while teaching others to develop, refocus, and grow, Marianne will bring the best guest and sometimes a special surprise. Don't miss this. You never know just which moment will change your life forever. Moments with Marianne airs every Sunday, Monday, Thursday, and Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern and 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Make sure to tune in and visit momentswithmarianne.com for more information.